This story is called Shelly, and in fact is dedicated to my late turtle, whose name was Shelly. Now before you go going, oh gosh, not another story about turtles, uh, here it is. Actually, the first turtle I had, probably his name was Shelly, I had when I was about 10 years old. It was one of those little green turtles that you buy in the store and put in this little island plastic container on top of your dresser. Anyways, it was a lot of fun to have until it disappeared, not to be found till about six months later in the back of my underwear drawer. Anyways, that ended that uh, little stint with animals. My mom didn't let me have any more animals once that little turtle disappeared. Uh, not even once its rigor mortis body was discovered. Actually, my sister did have a bird <clears throat> when it died. I remember we put on a talus and buried it in front of the house with Sumawama Tima Hama or something like that. It was pretty absurd, but we did it. Um, and I had some fish in, in, high, in high school. When I went to college, they all died, I heard, because I gave them to my neighbor, and they all died. Anyways, so this story now jumps to about 10 years ago, uh, which means I was about 50 years old. I was coming home from shul on a Shabbos morning with my daughter Shoshi. It was late in February, and about 30 feet in front of me on the ground on this side street, I looked at it and said, Huh, hey Shosh, look, what's that? And we went over, and sure enough, there was this little turtle about the size of my fist. Now, this thing looked like it was mostly dead. Uh, and when I picked it up, I was very surprised to see that its head actually moved, which means it was alive. Anyways, after some discussion about whether it was muksa and permitted to touch it and carry it on Shabbos, we decided <clears throat> to run home, get a box, put it in the box, and let Shoshi carry it because she was still considered a minor and would have been a minor infringement uh, had she carried it incorrectly on Shabbos. Anyways, we took it home. After Shabbos, I you know, took a careful look at this thing. It looked like it was still mostly dead, uh, though I'm sure I'm much happier to be indoors than outside in New York in, at the end of February. Anyways, I tried to feed it with an eyedropper, etc., etc., and eventually I went online, tried to find out what kind of turtle it was, only to find out that it was a musk turtle, M-U-S-K, and I decided to to see what I could, you know, make as a habitat for this little critter. Uh, anyways, when I put it in the sink and put water in it, because even though it said turtles, even land turtles need to be in water once in a while, not knowing when this thing was last in water, I decided to fill up the sink with water and put him in, and he promptly went down underneath the water, and he stayed there. So I was thinking for sure the guy's trying to commit suicide, but then I realized, hey, maybe not. Maybe this musk turtle likes to be underwater. And, in fact, that's what it was. So it turned out that I got a little tank for the little critter, and I hooked it up based on all the you know, things I read online. And he was doing quite well. Eventually, you know, the redness and yellowness around his mouth cleared up. And I determined through photography that I sent to you know, Hofstra, the turtle expert there tells me that this was a male, and after about six months, I decided Shelly needs a girlfriend. So I went online and Googled female musk turtles, and sure enough, I ordered Shelly a mail-order bride from Indiana, which came in the mail, like overnight delivery. Um, and I was very surprised that uh, 
he took a liking to her right away. And that you can tell because he grabs onto the back of her shell with his hands. Of course, in order to get him off the shell, uh, the female bites at his nails. Uh, eventually, Shelley had no nails left at all, but that's a later part of the story. Um, anyway, so sure enough, about three weeks later, uh, I hooked up an, a habitat with some dirt, and the female was digging around in the dirt every day, digging these holes, which sounded good. And sure enough, she filled up the holes, everything was smoothed out, and I went investigating, and holy cows, wouldn't you know it, there were eggs buried in the dirt. So I called up the guy from Indiana, and he says, well, chances are Shelly's not the dad, chances are she came already, you know, with the eggs inside her, and she was looking just for a place to to lay them. Anyways, about uh, three months later, sure enough, uh, these eggs did hatch, and I had four little baby turtles, about each one about the size of my thumbnail. And all of a sudden, I'm a grandfather, something like that. Anyways, I couldn't give any credit to Shelly for it because, as the guy said, he probably wasn't the dad. Anyways, I hooked up a second tank, and these turtles grew up. And eventually they got big enough for me to put them in the tank with Shelly and Sandy. That's the name of the female turtle, was Sandy. Uh, And the baby turtles were called Bob and Marsha and other names like that. Uh, Anyways, everybody grew up, and within a couple years, sure enough, I had some more eggs. Now, Shelly, as far as I knew, was the only male in the tank, so I imagine those those eggs were his that he was the dad, and those turtles hatched. Well, by this time, the room that I had it in had about five tanks. It had baby turtle tanks, big turtle tanks, it had fish tanks, and the room was starting to grow in terms of the number of tanks that I had there. So this one little turtle had now turned into about five tanks, in which case, then my neighbor moved to China. He gave me a a 50-gallon tank. And I had other fish. I got another 50-gallon tank. Pretty soon, within about five years, this room now had uh, two 50-gallon tanks uh, and several 20-gallon tanks. And it was really turning into a vivarium. I ended up getting a, a chameleon, and I built a chameleon cage. And now this room was a real full-fledged vivarium. And I had frogs in there. And the frogs would croak, 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 croak. It was really quite amazing sight. You'd go in there. I had orchids trying to grow in there. I had lights in there. Eventually, I had these this vivarium for a good 10, 12 years, maybe 15 years. Uh, and I had you know grandparents or grandchildren, great grandchildren from these turtles. I ended up getting a couple of large. Um, uh, painted uh, like a spot, red spotted turtles, forgot what they're called. Anyways, about last, about four months ago, this is how the story reached final conclusion. Four months ago, I was emptying the tanks, and again, I had two 50 gallon tanks, I had five 20 gallon tanks, and I was emptying the water because it came time to clean the tanks. So I was emptying the water via siphon into the bathroom sink about eight, nine feet away in another room, and without me knowing it, the drain and the hose 
came separate and the hose fell on the floor and I was emptying gallons and gallons. I, I suspect I, I emptied about 60 gallons of water on the bathroom floor and the bathroom floor was right over the dining room. So at some point I heard this blood-curdling scream from downstairs from Karen going, you know, just screaming. So I go, Karen, Karen, what are you screaming about? And I go downstairs and I said, what are you screaming about? She says, screaming, look, look at that. And then I look up there and over our dining room table, the chandelier, which has four parts to it, is got water pouring out of the chandelier onto our dining room table. Karen is livid. She wants, I want those animals out of here. I want them out of here as soon as possible. I said, okay, Karen, no problem. I'll get the animals out before Shabbos. She goes, I want those animals out of here. So I said, okay, okay, okay. So, you know, it was like, it was one thing after another. If it wasn't the crickets that were jumping around the house, you know, after they escaped, because at one point when I was trying to feed the you know, the chameleon, live crickets, so a few crickets would escape and they'd end up on the dining room table or they're on the floor and around the kitchen. So it was. It turned out that I had quite a menagerie going there and, and uh, eventually it all came to a halt when I called the guy from the uh, pet store, Damon, and I said, Damon, look, I'm ready to give up everything. If you come over, I'll give you everything tonight. So that night... Uh, two, two days later after the flood so I gave up the chameleon a big large veil chameleon uh, it was about uh, 10 inches long I gave up a large Oscar I gave up uh, several silver dollars I gave up all of the turtles except the two red sliders that's what they were called red sliders which I had put in the basement now um, and a couple of feeder goldfish I kept in. Everything else went. All my other goldfish, all my other fancy goldfish went. Everything else went. And Karen, once she had everything out of that room, she turned it into, she enlarged the two rooms, the one with the sink in it and, and the room where the animals were. And she made a beautiful bathroom out of it. So overall, I think that it turned out quite good. My vivarium days are over. And my, you know, I've been redeemed since my childhood with the poor guy who got found in my underwear drawer. I know now that I'm capable, minus the idea of a flood, uh, capable of, of maintaining animals and actually breeding turtles. Anyways, that's the turtle story. Uh, called Shelly, and take care. Have a good day. Bye.